rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. All right. Yo, what's happening? How's everybody doing? My name is Tara Devlin. Thanks for hanging out. And we're doing a Tara Buster. We meet here whenever we can, usually in the 8 p.m. Eight, I know it's a little late now. Jeez, I didn't realize how late it was getting. But every time I tried to start the show, then some other thing happened to my computer, and I had a few setbacks, so hopefully the computer behaves for the next two hours. And what else? So whatever. Hey, this is what we do. It's uh, liberal media. This is unapologetic liberal media, and we don't have big billionaire benefactors. We only have each other. So thank you for uh, for everything, really, for keeping the show going and keeping the show growing um, by becoming a patron. We uh, obviously we need a lot more patrons. I don't know if that's obvious. It's obvious to me. But, um, yeah, just become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin, and we'll keep the show going and growing. All right. And join us in the chat. I uh, see the chat room's filling up at youtube.com slash C for channel slash Tara Buster. And keep coming back. It works if you work it, so work it. You're worth it. And live it. Yeah. So I figured, what the hell? Let's do a show. We have to get the liberal message, the unapologetic liberal message out there. It has to be in order to win. The, in order to, it's, what, it's not really about winning, though. That's probably the wrong word. I know we say we stick together, we win. But it's about being, be creating a more perfect union. When by saying we win, no, nobody's going to lose. That's the irony of, of progressivism. And we talk about it all the time, too. Because when we win, so do conservatives. They win, too. They get to have a decent middle-class life, too. It's not like we're... Um, we want to... It's not like we're them, where we're out to drink their tears. This is their motivation, which is another reason why we need to... This has to be a prolific message. When another... When people, in general, are saying that they are motivated by making liberals cry, making their fellow Americans cry and drinking their tears, that not only is pathetic and really shows how 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 they have absolutely nothing to offer society and humanity as a whole but it just goes to show you how unpatriotic they are and that's why we do the show to get these messages out there to give the people give everybody the language to unapologetically push back on this bullshit it's not just immoral and it is all of those things as well to to run a political to have, to follow and vote for a political ideology that um you derive pleasure from drinking the tears of your fellow americans that's sick and that's what we have to call out they are sick thank 
I mean, really, um, one of the reasons we need universal health care in this country, just besides everything else, is that they could get the help they so desperately need. They need it. They need mental health care. They're sick. And I contend, um, for real, though, give me 10 minutes with any conservative and not that I would want, you know, whatever. I have better things to do with my life but than waste my time. But but if you gave me 10 minutes with a, any conservative and we uh, were honest, and they were honest, and they had the courage to be honest, and we scratched the surface, we could get to the bottom of their damage. And it's usually some kind of moral or spiritual or intellectual f- f- failing, human failing. They're racist, they're whatever it might be. They're in the closet, they're homophobes in the closet, they're greedy, they are, it's all uh, wrapped together, fearful, really, all of them. You don't get to the point where all you got to do is look at, just Google some of these, um, just Google uh, Trump supporters, Trump support, when Trump supporters attack, and They're sick. There's something incredibly wrong with them. But it's a mental and moral failing, which is why they, I mean, it's, my God, I don't, I need, you need Sigmund Freud and uh, Carl Jung in here quick. But where is this guy, actually? Did I fucking grab this? Because I saw this, um, because as I was talking, in my mind, I'm like, I have a, I have a clip of a Trump supporter attacking um, BLM, uh, I guess protesters or whatever, by coughing on them, screaming "All Lives Matter" and then coughing on them. So uh, I was trying to find it to to use it as an example, but that's only one of millions. There's, it's not like that's the outlier. Unlike, I mean, not that, look, we got people on our side on the, there are, well, whatever. There's no side here. This is the other thing. It's either you're conservative, it's conservatives against us, the normal people. It's, It's normal people versus conservatives. We're trying to evolve. They, away from their uh, their sickness so it's you don't necessarily have to be um as liberal as i am or progressive which i don't understand why you wouldn't be but whatever um but uh it's really you know democrats liberals progressives normal people that's it's kind of in the same bucket normal people in general that's how i look at it normal people and then there's republicans Prove me wrong. What what are they bringing to the table? All of them. I mean, we can go through the different motivations, like the elites and whatnot, the ones who are in the halls of power, tickling the racist funny bones. They know what they're doing. I mean, all we got to do is look at Lindsey Graham, the evolution of Lindsey Graham from, I think he's a, he's a kook. He's a race-baiting, homophobic, whatever he went. Yeah. He's basically said, 
the same things that Hillary Clinton said about the deplorables. Race baiting, uh, homophobic. I think he's a kook. To, um, he wants to harness the magic. Well, actually, here, let's see. We have, there's a couple of things I want to talk about tonight. I wanted to talk about the Meghan Markle and Harry interview. Not really about the interview, but about the conservatives. Why they are so triggered. It's interesting to me. Why are you so triggered, conservatives, by someone who um, is of mixed race, having a feeling, and pointing out the obvious truth of the history of uh, racism and colonialism? I don't see what is so um, triggering about that. Even have that conversation. Do you understand that this is... um, uh, the why it's partly why this country is so sick because we have to have these conversations yet these conservatives they're not capable and they don't want to be capable either it's not like they're trying sort of like that's another example why i say conservatives are they lack the basic fundamental maturity to function in a free democratic society because in order to have a free democratic society we have to be able to have these conversations so how can you have that kind of conversation if every time somebody tries to have that conversation they the uh the the conservatives lose it they get triggered they get offended they don't want to they they will be, go kicking and screaming into into the present. Forget the future. Everything that we do, when we evolve, as we progress as a species, you better believe it. There's been conservatives hanging on our heels trying to drag us backwards. And they're still doing it. So uh, why the, um, they're so defensive of the monarchy it's uh, it's fascinating to me because it also shows me and us exactly it proves me correct again which i you know it sucks to be right i wish they would prove me wrong once in a while but it's uh they are they really are the agents of uh of intergenerational aristocracy <laughs> there you go again All right, so let me see. Who's here, first of all, before we keep going? Thank you, Jim, for your super chat. We got some people in the chat room, so if you want to hang out and join them. And I noticed the other thing is um, where there's more people downloading the podcast. I could see who, how many, I don't know who's downloading it, but I can see the numbers of people downloading the podcast. That's good. That's good. Well, it means that more people are listening to the podcast and I hope that they continue to download it and listen to it and like it and give it a good review on iTunes and all that. The, all of this will help the show grow and we will get to the point where we'll have enough people who can afford to become patrons and whatnot that we can have a daily show at a set time and won't that be wonderful? And maybe I'll be, I won't be... Um, I don't know. Maybe I'll still be, have some life left in me. 
or something. Because I feel like every day, you know, you, I'm getting old. That's it. That's the bottom line. We all are. Every day, you're getting old. I get old. We get old. I get tired. But one day they'll put me in the ground and I just, before that day, I want to see some things change for the better in my lifetime instead of going backwards. Because I feel like I've lived in this country. I was born in this country, I guess, for a reason. I mean, if the, according to Buddhist ideology, you pick your your parents, you pick your struggles or whatever. Who knows? I'll, I'll get back to you on that. I don't know. Who the hell knows, right? But um, I I would love to see, but, but, oh, well, before I get to that, but I would love to see um, progress. I would love to see us get universal health care. That's one of the, the telltale uh, signs, I would, I think, that the country is going in the right direction. The fact that we don't have universal health care now is also a throwback to how broken we are and and it's uh because it's a testament to our racism the racist uh origins of this country it really it's just like our uh, taxes our education funding education through property taxes instead of the general fund that's another thing that i hope becomes more uh, prolifically discussed i how come i never hear this I never hear that uh, even Joe Biden or Kamala Harris or anybody talk about educate. They talk about um, paying for or uh, offering higher education to uh, those to people who are under a certain amount of money a year or whatever. Um, But no one talks about the fact that our whole education system is funded by a racist policy that was deliberately racist to keep certain people in their place. And when they say things like good schools and bad, how do we go back to school? This discussion about the coronavirus. Well, some schools don't have the means to fit their, to update their ventilation systems. And well, why is that? So I hear this discussion on corporate media, but no one ever points out the fact that there should be there should be nothing there should be no such thing as a bad school in this country. I mean, there maybe there would be by because you got a couple of bad whatever apples in there, but not because they don't have the resources. That's how um, if we we were a non-racist functioning democracy or at least trying to be we would fund our um education uh, schools in general through through the general fund not property taxes so it is so obvious to me anyway whatever why did i bring that up just came into my head but because we have all of these racist policies and while joe biden and uh, everyone else it's important to put uh people of different persuasions in in positions of authority where you could see it you know the, i'm hearing this all the time now you could see it you can be it that's that helps it does but it doesn't 
it's it's not even it's not halfway it's not even a quarter of the way it's just one thing it's not the end of the story there has to be policy following the um that the statement of having different just like we were saying the other day with Kristen Cinema the first bisexual in congress who gives a crap what does she stand for? How do you feel? Oh, you feel like we've really progressed with the first bi- openly bisexual, which I find it's just, it's so, it's so her. Of course she would be the first openly bisexual. It's like, what does that mean? Okay, great. Good for you. Um, is that, I guess when she's looking for uh, things that make herself seem more interesting, Oh, yeah, I could be bisexual. I'm not saying she's not. Who knows? But it's a little bit annoying, especially when you're voting against, you know, women, men, and uh, people who you pretend to represent. Bisexuals, no sexuals, amosexuals, heterosexuals bisexual who cares you're bisexual but i also remember i should have looked that up actually where i think she was on um she was on rachel maddow show early on saying how um or or maybe rachel maddow was pointing it out i can't remember whatever they but they were uh applauding that look at this we have the first bisexual in uh in congress who cares and I was like, okay, good. What does she stand for? Really? Because, and the other thing I wanted to talk about, we'll see if we get to, is this Andy Gno guy, the grifter. He's somebody, I met this grifter at that uh, Minds event last year, or when, wherever that was, 10 years ago. I don't remember. It all It's all a blur. And he's a grifter. He... I never, I didn't know anything about him, but then I, of course, I was informed about him at this event, and I met him uh, where he's, you know, he's not very interesting at all. He's not interesting at all. He's just a grifter. He's, um, he's gay. Who cares? So am I. But there, t- he was lauded by this this banjo player from a band or whatever hold on i don't i don't know this group mumford and sons guitarist um promoted andy no's book uh, which is a complete fiction it's another uh, the unmasking of antifa the sinister organization who is threatening democracy. Well, I wish. What What are you talking about? I mean, I wish it was an organization because then I would know where to send my dues. What organization? You know? So he's a grifter. But this guy Mumford from Mumford & Sons tweeted out, oh, congratulations for your book. The Antifa's radical plan to destroy democracy? Which is such bullshit. There's no organization. There's no radical plan. 
but he's a grifter and he's made his grift attacking Antifa as uh, we know he um pretended he he pretended he had brain damage he was hit in the head with a milkshake apparently at a protest and then he became prominently known on right-wing media because this is what they do of course they're gonna make him a, a, a celebrity one of their celebrities because he's gay and he's asian and he ticks off those boxes. So they use him as a human shield for their bigotry. So he went all over right-wing media saying that he had brain damage from being hit in the head with, an, with a milkshake. And I'm not saying anybody, people should hit people in the head with milkshakes. But give me a break, everybody. The world. Please, world, give me a break with this shit. But... Then this uh, banjo player said, well, Andy No is, um, he's gay. So there you go again, left-wingers. You're being hypocritical. You say support gay and uh, LGBT authors and artists or whatever, and then you uh, attack Andy No because you're... Uh, who is gay? So you can only support what he's saying. It's hypocritical for liberals to support, um, to, to say that we can't support Andy Ngo because um, we don't agree with him. We only support the people we... It's not about agreeing. It's about not being a dupe to a con artist, another con artist. What is with the right-wingers and their... They, their attachment to con artists. You see, everything is, um, whatever, what, they will fall for any grift as long as it gives them permission to be uh, as stupid as they are and remain as ignorant, backward, stupid as they are. You see? They don't want to evolve. We, human beings can't help it but evolve right this is what happens look at history we crawled out of the primordial ooze we were we lived in caves we're now we've come a long way baby but we got a long way to go but all of the way conservatives republicans the uh the the, the freaks of the world they don't ever want to change Never want to be uncomfortable. They talk about us being triggered and snowflakes, but you can't bother them. You don't want to trigger them by um, asking them or suggesting that they learn something. See, uh, see something from a different point of view. Not be douchebags. Not be a-holes. You can't. They're... That's their birthright. That's what it means to be free, according to in conservative lingo. That's really the truth. And I've said it for years. The conservatives, they think they're not free unless they can call somebody the N-word without, um, you know, somebody like me telling them or, or giving them shit for it. And that's, it's the truth. 
So here, for example, let me show you this. I have I know I'm all over the place, but that's just the nature of the show, I guess. Until we get enough patrons and where I can get a goddamn producer up in this bitch. All right. Here's for example, Papa John. Let me just play this clip. Because he's talking about how he's um he he's not a racist. He's how how dare anybody say it because he's been working on taking the n-word out of his vocabulary <laughs> take me back to a few years ago when you start to see these headlines coming out and smearing your good name his good name how did you feel at the time when you were seeing these headlines um state of shock um unbelievable um i couldn't understand it i i mean again you have a public board that paints its chairman uh complicit passive or active they paint the founder as a racist they know he's not a racist they know he's not it's just unbelievable for, for and what I used to from osmosis going, how did they do this and we've had three goals for the last 20 months to get rid of this uh n-word uh in my uh vocabulary and dick <laughs> excuse me we've had three goals We've had the a or how did he say it again? We've had a goal for three months. Or Unbelievable! Something. And I used to lay in bed just going, "How did they do this?" Yes. And we've had three goals for the last twenty months to get rid of this uh, N word uh, in my uh, vocabulary and dictionary and everything. Oh, else. and everything uh, else. It's just not true. It's we got to get rid of it because it's just not true. I got to get rid of it in my vocabulary, in my dictionary, and everywhere else because it's not true. I'm not a racist, but we've been working very hard on getting rid of the N word from my vocabulary for the last twenty months. I could see how hard you're working and how unracist you are, because you guess what, Papa John. Nobody has to do that for me or anybody else who's not who's not triggered. Um, if somebody was calling me a racist again and again, and, and I would say, what is it? What did I do? Where is my blind spot? What's wrong? I, I apologize. Show me where I can be a better person and be a better neighbor, human being. Better citizen, fellow citizen, to the rest of the human beings I'm sharing the planet with. Not, um, but, but here's the thing. If you're, who uses the N-word? But racists. Oh, well, you know what they say? Um, I've heard this too. White people uh, will say, well, they use it in rap music. Why can't I use it? Well, because of the history of the word. That's why. And the history of white people using that word as uh, the last word that many of uh, other human beings with darker pigment heard before they were uh, unceremoniously um, executed in the streets. So... So you can't use that word, and and I'm not go here to go into why rappers would use that word or whatever. But it's that's their business. Maybe they're trying to take it back, like Queer Nation. Then you could justify that too. I used to be in a group called Queer Nation in the '90s, 
and that's you know people say why well, you call queer name because we were trying to take back the word queer and use it was a pejorative we were trying to take own it take it disarmed the uh homophobes so whatever but if somebody called me a queer well why well, you would you where and i mean it's all about intention too so don't even go there that's the other thing this is the uh another thing you know i call trump supporters trump and z's but i wouldn't call cj pearson a trump and you know what i mean because of the historical connotations that we like it or not this is how this is the world we live in be sensitive to the history instead of finding every reason to continue to be asleep and one of the things that bothers me in general besides everything else about listening to these whiny conservatives come up with the superior moral justification for staying asleep is their constant um, denigration now of the word woke. The woke mob came and got me. The woke mob. The uh, woke mob on Twitter. I was attacked by the woke mob. Well, what the F is wrong with being woke? Now, there's a word we um, that's getting out of hand that they're there uh, that we need to take back from these idiots. Because that's the goal. You want to wake up, wake up. That's what these morons, that's what the the uh, insurrectionists said as they were storming the Capitol. Wake up, right? Because we're supposed to be asleep. Well, wake up and see. Look at yourself. Have the courage to be awake. And look at, look at life through somebody else's shoes for a second or two. Like it or not, you know? I mean, that's the world is an interesting place. There's, so, there's all different types of people, all different cultures, all different everything. But who the hell wants to live in a world where everything is the same anyway? If that's, if that's where we lived, that's not the world we live in, though. Papa John's founder. I spent the last 20 months trying to get rid of this N-word in my vocabulary. Well, congratulations. Isn't that how... Uh, uh, so out of the ordinary. It's the... How how could anybody be so blind to call you a racist? Because you've tried. It's not like... And here's the other thing. It is not like he's owning his racism either. That would be a whole other story. I am sorry. Let's say he came out and said, I, 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 woke, I woke the F up finally. And I saw that I'm a racist and I use this word. I should be appalled. I am appalled. I've, I finally saw the light. I changed. And so I then, because of my racist history and, me, and being unwoke, I've now spent the last 20 months trying to get rid of this in my vocabulary. Why is it in your vocabulary to begin with? Because you're a racist and you don't give a shit 
about anybody else but yourself, and you don't care about the racist history of this country, and you're trying to find the superior moral justification for not for 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 your white supremacy. For making sure that it remains that way and that people remain unwoke and at each other's throats. So when anybody gets up there and tr- and dares to challenge the history, the racist history of this planet, you um, can stand there and say, oh, you know, uh, they, they're triggered or something, you know, something to denigrate it and ensure that you never, ever, ever have to change. Why would you want to live like that? Anyway, it's so baffling to me why you want to remain as um, ignorant and ill-informed. If, if somebody tells you something and you see the world in a different perspective, isn't that the part of the excitement of being alive? Where, I, I mean, you see things from a different point of view. You learn something new. And the, then when every time you learn something new, it's like there's a whole new world opens up. That's one of the things that sucks about being a finite being, in my opinion. It's because one of the reasons is that there's so many interesting things to learn and to study. I wish I had all the time in the world to learn about the history of of humans i don't know it's very it's fascinating to me why would you want to be a moron when you have every opportunity there are so many every everything is conspiring to wake you the f up really the, and instead of taking the advice you know the taps on the shoulder like hey this isn't working it's not working your way of life papa john isn't working anymore it may have worked for a while because of the the systematic uh you know because of oppression fear oppression terrorism but it's not working anymore because we're not going to tolerate it. And no, I mean, we want to have a functioning civilization. And we want to have a more perfect union. So, but it's not a zero-sum game where just because we recognize how uh, certain groups have been oppressed and have de- been denied justice and a seat at the table, that doesn't mean that you're going backwards, it means that we're all going forwards, and that's a good thing. So, I mean, you're talking about this guy, Papa John, who's a freak, we know, but a grown-ass man who, you know, oh, they love, Republicans love him because he made money selling shitty pizza, by the way. Why? Why would you eat Papa John's peas? I mean, I live in New York. We, I wouldn't eat that shit. Why? Maybe if you live in uh, 
Mitch McConnell's district. Unless maybe some people like that crap. I don't know. I know ne- I never had Papa John's. I don't need to have Papa John's because we have the best pizza anywhere here in New York. It's really um, uh, a competition of who is. They're all the the pizza in New York is great. Period. It's either it's just a level of how great. You never really have a bad slice of pizza here, except if you go to Papa John's. Why would you go to a Papa John's? But anyway, so he came up with, and this is all that matters to Republicans. You come up with some way to separate people from their money and what either making shitty pizzas. I guess I could give him props for not being, um, you know, murdering animals, but of course he's not serving vegan pizzas, but he's, uh, the, the whole notion, when I think about McDonald's or Burger King and, it, and all of the pain and suffering that those discuss as not just, and I'm not, I'm talking about the pain and suffering of the human beings that eat that shit, the clogged arteries and the, the less time on the planet that they've caused, but, um, and on top of all of the suffering animals, it makes me want to vomit. But anyway, um, but here's a guy who's, I don't know how old, how old is this guy? Papa John, Papa John, how old is he? He's 59, almost six decades of life. And he still, he doesn't know. Um, he's now, wait, wait, wait. He's had to work on removing the N-word from his vocabulary. Why? That is beyond, that's beyond belief. He's had to work. And why am I not surprised? He's, um, he's a big Republican. Again, prove me wrong. Republican, I mean, although all Republicans aren't racists, all racists are Republicans. Right? Works. John Shatner, that's his name. No, wait, wait. S-C-H-N-H, Schnatter. Founder and former chairman of Papa John's, I think he was kicked out because he was a racist, said Monday he's been working on eradicating the N-word from his vocabulary for 20 months. Working on it, too. So that means he's not succeeding. How hard is it? How hard is it? God damn it. It's not that hard. I don't, I can't even, I cannot relate We've had three goals. I don't even like when people say the N-word in context, you know? It feels... And I would never... I, you know, knock on wood, I would never say it before. I don't want to say it. I would not. You would have to really gun-to-head kind of situation. It feels ugly and harmful. I don't want to do that to people. So what is wrong with... Uh, and of course, they use it 
when somebody like a Papa John's, you're talking about somebody who's worth a billion dollars for selling shitty pizza to people. I mean, God, that's another case for progressive taxation and uh, taxing the rich. So we don't have an intergenerational aristocracy in this country. Because just because somebody came up with some shitty pizza, so the likes of a Papa John, they're supposed to rule over us and they're, they're supposed to be the betters, right? Because they learned, or somehow they, they learned how to take money from people, but not learned how to be a decent person. How do you... I've had, it's just shocking to me how you, you're 59 years old and you think that, um, you're offended that people called you the, they called you a racist. If that's the case, if you're kicked off your own board because you're a racist and you're toxic, you're a, you're bad for business because not only white Idiots eat that crappy pizza. Apparently, people with darker pigment also eat it. Unfortunately for them, and and ugh, God, but um, so your board says you're a racist, and you're so you immediately go on to whatever right wing propaganda channel that'll have you, which is any one of them. They take all the whiners, um, and whine about how uh you're you're not a racist and by um and you'll prove it by telling everybody that you've been working on getting rid of the n-word out of your vocabulary it's amazing all right we've had three goals for the last 20 months to get rid of this n-word in my vocabulary i don't know it's fascinating to me how you talk about um you talk about being unwoke then these are the people that are criticizing the woke well you know what you should try it sometime try it try being awake how about you know what we could start John Schnatner, whatever the hell your name is, start by dissecting this sentence that you just said out loud on uh, a media platform that anybody could hear. Dissect that statement and then say, um, tell me, tell me what you've learned from it. We've had three goals for the last 20 months to get rid of this N-word in my vocabulary and dictionary and everything else because it's just not true. What's not true? See, he realized what he said. It came out, oops, because it's not true. He had to cover it up. What's not true? The N-word isn't true or you're not a racist isn't true. Yeah, because you're saying you're not a racist. Yeah, that's not true. You are a racist. And not beyond that, you're also a terrible human being. So not, you know, which is, it goes hand in hand with being a racist. Because we should know better by now. You have no excuses anymore. You're not born into it. I mean, if you were, you, the whole world is evolving and 
guess what? We will win. We're going in the right direction in that department. Human beings, it's inevitable. We will have a more perfect union that will be more inclusive. Where you see it all the time. Younger people, they they don't have this bullshit. They're not carrying this baggage. And thank God for that, so to speak. Yeah, I mean, and Nami Horenge for that. You know what I mean. Goddess. So it's uh, you every day, these, these white right-wingers, these conservatives, these unwoke, the unwoke mob, they look more um, old, old-fashioned, or uh, anachronistic. It's like looking at old, um, it's like watching The Nick, which is a great TV show. Have you seen that show, The Nick? I love that show. Um, I hear it's coming back, but it was on Cinemax. I watched it when it first came out, but it's back again on um, on HBO or whatever. But it takes place in the year 1900. It's a fascinating show. It's also it's set in New York. It's about the early um, history of of medicine, surgery. Doctors are addicts. I, it has everything for me. Well, it doesn't have lesbians. It has, it, it might have lesbians soon. They're bringing it back. Clive Owens died, unfortunately. Oh, I just gave, this is a spoiler alert. <laughs> In the uh, reverse. Don't listen. I'm sorry. But I figure the show's been out since 20, I don't know, 16? But it's a good show. Um, but when you watch it, it's, um, you know, it's jarring because of the racism in it. It's, but that's the way it was. This We've evolved. The country's evolved. I remember when I was little, the ads in the newspaper saying, Girl Wanted. Right? Females uh, for this or males for that. They don't do that anymore. Because we've, uh, met, we are trying to evolve. And eventually the people like the Papa Johns of the world, they're gonna, they're going to go the way, I mean, we're all gonna die. So he's gonna, he's just, what are you holding on to? Your stupidity? It's fascinating. Why would you want to do that? Wouldn't you want to be a better person? To look better in history's light when they look back and see somebody like that and say, look at this guy. Look at these idiots. I don't know. And we've had three goals for the last 20 months to get rid of this. He was uh, in a shock. Uh, in my uh, vocabulary and dictionary and everything else, uh, because it's just not true. <laughs> Figure out how they did this and get on with my life. Amazing. Everybody's out to get them, you say. Not that they have a hand in, in their own demise, because that's what it's also being Republican means never saying you're sorry and absolutely taking no responsibility for anything. Everybody's picking on you. It's the woke mob. Everybody, it's just not true. 
fake news more fake news right you had to get the n-word you're working very hard to get the n-word out of your vocabulary but it's just not true it's amazing to me all right let's see who's in the chat room who has cats let's see we got jim in the chat room paradou i see greg it's like the magic what's that magic garden jim and thomas nice to meet you thomas errol ed the second what what happened to ed the first Resist Evolve and Haiku. And Antifa is here. And River, nice to see ya. And Errol, nice to see you there. Where's everybody else? Paradu, where's everybody else? I can't take it. Covert White Rabbit, hello. Hello, Bob Johnson. I'm here, Bob says. Love you, Tara. Nice to see you, Bob. Thank you. Happy International Tea Buster Hardy Day. Hardy? Thank you, I guess. Thank you, Greg. International Women's Day, yes, of course. Paradu. All right, let's see. Um, what was the other thing? So there's a couple of things. Here's Let's play some Lindsay. Lindsay Green. Oh, there's a few things. So I want to talk about Meghan Markle. Let's talk about, I guess let's just talk about that first. Because the right-wingers are, it's fascinating to me too. Because I, I should, well, I often say that I study the Trumpanzies like Jane Goodall studied the apes. And this is another, another, another opportunity to do so. Because... Why are they so... It's fascinating to me. Why are they so triggered by Meghan Markle? Um, duh. Because she's black. That's it. She's got darker pigment. So, it's so clear. It's this unconscious bias, clearly, there's uh, going on in the royal family, I suppose. I'm not a royal... What do I... I know everything I know about the windsors i learned from the crown so and that's not apparently 100 percent historical accurate depending on who you're talking to i don't know so but you know you're talking about a an institution that goes back thousands of years and is rooted in hierarchy misogyny um of course colonialism so, to worry, uh, apparently she said that uh, they were concerned about whether the the child, Archie now, whether it be a boy or a girl at the time, but they were concerned as to um, how dark it's he, how dark his melanin would be. And but I don't understand too. The other thing is that, He's not a prince, apparently. When isn't that an automatic thing? So they they didn't make him a prince, and this is before everything, before they moved and all. 
So doesn't that speak volumes too? Why wouldn't they make him a prince? Isn't he automatically a prince? But except the the fact that his grandmother is got darker pigment than his mother is, uh, you know what I mean? So anyway, I don't know. It's it, it was weird to me. I knew that you know what it is. It's just that. I knew I was I did watch the interview later. I didn't watch it as it was live. I watched it earlier today, but whatever. Um, but I was more interested in it because of the reaction of right wingers, why they were so um, they were really upset and rallying around the monarchy. Wait, hold on. I'm trying to find it the fucking oh wait 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 here comes the music just in time let's see my name is tara devlin go become a patron right now at patreon.com slash tara devlin so from the daily beast conservative media stars are triggered by Meghan markle's claims of royal racism Okay, Meghan and Harry's riveting Oprah tell-all was a political Rorschach test of sorts, with conservatives rallying to defend the crown against Markle's claims of palace racism. This is from Lloyd Grove from the Daily Beast. So, he writes, Can we ever stop obsessing over the British royals? More than two centuries after the American colonists filed for divorce against Mad King George of proceeding more violent and cruel and of a hell of a lot bloodier than even the most toxic of family court battles, it's clear that the answer is no. Oprah's riveting and occasionally cringe-worthy interview with Meghan Markle and Harry Windsor has, as if the United States needed any more polarization, laid bare a peculiar political virus. The truculent loyalty that ostensibly patriotic media conservatives, at least via Twitter and the, and the occasional op-ed, harbor for the queen and her famous, famously priggish progeny. Jesus Christ, this guy is writing in a way that's making me want to, uh, I don't know what. Good sentences, though. Very good words you're using there. You, you write real good on the other side of the partisan divide are various liberal-leaning celebrities and pundits, along with Joe Biden, the president of the United States, in case you didn't know, who are siding with Meghan and Harry in, in the uproar. Judging by the reactions, well, it's also, when I'm, I'm just thinking out loud, the fact that the right-wingers or whatever, the, the, the freaks, the um, unwoke mob, they... They know that um, liberals, progressives, normal people, humans who have a sense of empathy will will feel for Meghan Markle. So, therefore, conservatives can't. They must form uh, an opposition to anything, whether it be truth, justice, the American way, whatever it is. If liberals are for it, they got to be against it. If, but it's not about liberals. It's humans. 
if humans are for it, they're against it. You understand? It's not about liberal versus conservative. It's also the corporate media likes to push this narrative as well about the liberals and the left and the both sides and the blue, blue. It's not about both sides because you're either a human being or you're not. So why, if somebody's saying, this is my truth, right? I, I don't give a crap about the mon- I, the whole, we're not going to talk about that, the institution. You know how I feel about in- intergenerational aristocracy, right? But if somebody's saying, I feel, um, I need help and I want, I'm feeling suicidal and there's a lot of racism happening here and you you say that that's not their experience and you tell you you take the other side of that how do you take the other side of that that's her truth she says i need help so are you a human or not she says i want to kill myself so you want to, if you're a human being, you say, uh, any normal human being says, how can I help? What can I do to help you? And if it's, it's also the fact that they don't like reality. Le- reality has a liberal bias. We understand that. Pointing out these entrenched systems of oppression the flaws in these systems. Yes, of course, the monarchy is racist. My God. She's the first, she's not even um, fully uh, African-American or whatever. So imagine, you, they would never have any, anyone who has darker pigment would never even be in the realm of possibility. So therefore, it is racist by design. So pointing that out, there's nothing wrong with that. In fact, that's a conversation we have to have. Why? I mean, we can get into the bigger picture of the, the, the systems of hierarchy and what the hell? What's the point? But... As this guy writes, what's his name again? Lloyd Grove writes, on the other side of the partisan divide. Oh, okay, okay. Let me. I read that. I read that already. Judging by the reactions, the interview served as an ideological Rorschach test. If Meghan and Harry got on your nerves, you were likely to loathe Biden as well. The Duchess of Sussex in this case, is absorbing nearly all the body blows from the American right-wingers. Of course she is, because she's a woman, she has darker pigment, and she's speaking her truth, and that can happen. They can't abide that. They only like people who have darker pigment or a different, not a white demographic, if you support the power structure, the patriarchy, the whatever it might be, the hierarchy. If you support your place, you know your place, and then you act as a human shield for the rest of them to continue the systems of oppression, which is exactly exa- what that Andy Ngo does. 
as and this is why you, if you haven't noticed these conservatives they or whatever they're called the fascists they elevate their um their minority so i mean i'm trying to find the right words the uh the you know like the diamond and silks the cj pearsons the um the, the, the what's that other one you know that woman who oh, i can't stand who had that rally at the white house this is why i need a producer you if you haven't noticed yeah how but they make they push them into the f- forefront they get funded by the likes of the Mercer family and whatnot, because they act as human shields. They will get an invitation to the White House, and they will uh, uh, gladly accept it. And, uh, so they, per- per- I can't talk, perpetuate the same systems of oppression that they, well, they take advantage of the world that liberals, the doors that liberals open for them, and then they use their power to ensure that those doors will be closed to others and um and and if, and everybody stays as unwoke as possible it's sick but we've always seen this throughout history it doesn't matter whatever it's not um it's not that it's not unusual in every s- situation in every system of oppression there's always been people working against the interests of of their of their kind so to speak whether it be in uh in the jim crow south or today you can always find sellouts people who this is what happens you know women selling out women i mean first of all in the systems of uh of the of the misogynist world that we live in it was often women themselves fighting against the suffragettes oh look at what's her name uh phyllis schlafly she's a prime example Somebody who takes advantage of the work that liberals do to uh, progress and open doors and then uses her platform, that's what she did, to ensure that nobody else has the same advantages that she has. She's there. All they are, I mean, really, the best way to describe them is they are human shields. That's what they are. Human shields for conservative bigotry, misogyny, uh, intransience. For the, it's the human shields for people like the Papa John moron. Look, I'm not racist. Look at me. I got, or Trump himself. Um, ben Carson, pointing to Ben Carson. Or um, George W. Bush. Same thing. Whenever anybody says I'm a racist, they accuse me of racism. I say, I point to Condi Rice. That's what he said. He just, human shield. They prove me right yet again. If that's not a human shield, what is? I'm not a racist. Don't w- pay no attention to Republican policy that disenfranchises uh, whole swaths of human beings and Americans just because they have darker pigment. 
keeping the American people divided and effectively conquered. That's what it's about. It is ultimately about keeping the oligarchy intact, in place, and the American people stupid and fighting amongst each other rather than pointing their anger or or pointing their energies, coming together and making a functioning democracy. How can we do that? The oligarchy doesn't want it, and the American people, half of the American people are too stupid to know that they've been that they are being played. But I mean, really, played by the oldest tricks in the book, too. That's what makes me sick. All because they want to say the N-word, you see? So that Papa John guy is case in point. They think, hey, I'm uh I'm an American. This is my right. N-word, N-word, N-word. They think they're free. That's freedom? You're sick. You're not free. Anyway, it's like, uh, well, whatever. I don't want to get off. I go on tangents. I know that. But like uh, Megan McCain today, because everybody was talking about this interview or whatever, and she tweeted where is it? Megan, let me look it up. She tweeted something, a picture of, looked like something from the, it's a painting of a colonial generals or something. Who the fuck knows? I don't know. She thinks she's a patriot, of course. Uh, hold on. Megan McCain. Where is she? Where is she? Oh, here it is. I'll show you. She tweeted this thing. Surprise, bitch. My ancestors fought the Ameri- in the American Revolution. Okay, we'll have to che- double check that. I have no interest in defending the monarchy. Really? Well, you. this is how unwoke they are. You have no interest in defending the monarchy. It's not about... But she does have a vested interest in defending the repeal of the estate tax that ensures that the American um, aristocracy develops. Because that's what she did. She she cheered the GOP tax scam that allowed her to inherit daddy's fortune tax-free. It's not like she couldn't inherit daddy's fortune. I mean, don't get me wrong. But... We, at one time, had something called an estate tax, where the American people commonly understood that that tax stopped... It was a patriotic tax because it stopped the development of an intergenerational aristocracy in this country. Because you can't have an aristocracy and a democracy at the same time. It doesn't work. That's why we effectively have an oligarchy in this country. It's a corporate oligarchy as evidenced by our money in politics and the fact that the House of Representatives, the so-called People's House, is stacked with millionaires when the majority of the American people can't save 400 effing dollars. So that's case in point of how broken we are. So To say my ancestors fought in the American Revolution, I have no interest in defending the monarchy, 
That, that doesn't make you a patriot. That means you're unwoke. If you have, if you want, what did you, if that's why your, your, uh, ancestors fought in the American Revolution so they could create an American aristocracy here? Is that why? She clearly doesn't have a grasp. Uh, we know this already, but she, then this is another reason why this country's so effed up and sick. Because we have sophomoric, uh, idiots like her that have no she has no grasp of history she thinks that if this is true her ancestors fought in the american revolution so she thinks that by um osmosis she knows history and why why did they rebel why did the founders rebel against the uh, against the intergenerational aristocracy that's what they rebelled against. What? Where? Did where were they inspired by? Who? The liberal age of enlightenment. The, the enlightenment thinkers. And everything that the likes of Meghan McCain stands for and defends openly every single day, mean it, it means means that she is. She is. She is. <laughs> an antagonist to um, freedom and democracy. She w So this is why something like this tweet, surprise, bitch, I don't even know what the, what the hell she's talking about. She has no interest in defending the monarchy, but she certainly has an interest in defending the aristocracy here, though, right? Which is not why, th if this thing is supposed to work and function then uh, she's on the wrong side of history, the wrong side of democracy, the wrong side of decency too, I'll argue. But you see, where is I? Where am I? Oh, and thank you for your super chat, Richard W. Greatest show ever. That's great. Thank you. Tell your friends. Is this the greatest show ever that was ever shown? The greatest show that's ever shown. I don't like that. Let's make it the greatest of the greatest shows. Yeah, time flies, doesn't it? <laughs> no, you know what I was thinking, actually? I was just thinking about the Nick again. I feel like watching it. That's probably what I'll do when I get off the show. I'll go watch the Nick. You know why? It's also, it reminds me, and I talk about this, that I like, I am, uh, I like history. I, lo I love history. Let's put it that way. Not like. It's more of a love. But it's also because, it's also bittersweet and makes me kind of melancholy only because I wonder about, you know, what the future will be like. The future I won't see. And how short life is, too. And you guys know I go to, um, there's this, I live near Calvary Cemetery, and that's the one of the oldest cemeteries in the United States. 
and hopefully the weather will get better soon, and it will. Winter always turns to spring, as we say in uh, Nichiren Buddhism, but it's never been proven wrong. But I go and I'll... I, I like to look at the walk. It's not mel- it's not morose though. I don't. I mean, I go and I look at the graves. I lo- I try to look the people up. I sometimes it says a little bit about them on their tombstones and but um, they the graves that are there because this is the old one of the oldest cemeteries. It's also one of the largest, but. So you can really get lost in there. It's it's pretty an incredible cemetery, and uh, there's also a Civil War memorial in there, and certain tombs. There's, uh, there's clearly a large Irish immigrant population at the turn of the century, and there is one tomb. Well, it's a, it's more like a tomb, but it's it's like it's a grave, but has a monolith on it and it says to outlast the British monarchy on it it's fascinating to me but we'll be right back not that we're going anywhere but another um, so the graves at this time at the turn of the century uh, the last century I should say they I guess because of photography was popular or becoming a more popular and a lot of these graves have photographs on them of the people who uh, who are in the grave and it's also it's it makes me sad you know a lot of young people a lot of child children and uh just reminds me of how how much you know we don't want to waste a moment cuz my whole life and I think about this uh, all the time we're here talking my life from the day I was born all the things that happened 9-11 everything Vietnam not that I was around for Vietnam but um, they were still laying in their graves and I think about that and then the people that would you go and you see can look in some of the mausoleums it's pretty sad one of the mausoleums i should take a picture and show you there's a mausoleum where there's a couple of chairs there clearly no one's been there in like a hundred years and these are old chairs so who sat in those chairs somebody put them there a hundred years ago and they haven't been back so it's that's where we're all going it's sad and maybe, you know, they visited their loved ones and then they too pass away. And now we, all, all they are, our name on a, on a stone and somebody like me is, you know, looking and wondering who they were. And that'll be us one day. Why am I talking about this? But I, uh, just makes me think all the time life it's not um a bad thing it's not a i'm not trying to get depressing but we we're only here for we don't nothing is guaranteed we're we're only here for a short time everything will change and don't we have the obligation then this is how i look at it 
don't we have an obligation to be a decent person or be a better person? Be as good as we can be to each other. Live and let live, you son of a bitches. Not you, them. If you can help, then do it. If you can ensure that everyone, with a, we're in this together, then do it. If somebody, I mean, this is why universal health care, educa- higher education for everybody, regardless of pigment, God damn it. All of this, we, the only thing standing in the way is us. The, our stupid, stupid, stupid uh, devolved thinking. And the intransient, how dare they? Really, how effing dare they? The fact is, they know. They know that it's, this is happening. They're just holding on for as long as possible. You cannot change time. It's going to keep moving forward. Human beings, we won't go back. It's not going to happen. And any time a group of people try to drag us back into their evilness, it never ends up well for them, for us. But we, we, and we continue. Regardless, if we have a setback, we move forward. Anyway, look at the Nazis. They tried to drag us back. Genocide. They, they tried to enforce, force their fucked up thinking on the world. They're evil. And what happened? You know, of course, they killed 60 million people, but also we, we know what's right and wrong. Human beings, we know it in our heart. If you have to practice, you got to practice not saying the N-word? What is wrong with you? Get help. I don't see the... I mean, I don't understand why you would want to justify that. Right? They don't even have the courage to, to own it, to own their own stupidity and say, you know what, that's fucked up. Yeah, that is fucked up that I have, I've had to take, uh, I've had to try, I've, I've had to actively work on not saying the N-word. What the fuck is wrong with you? All right, finally, welcome to humanity, then. You should be in your shrink's office asking and begging for, uh, for help. Say, I'm, something's wrong with me here. What's wrong with me? Why am I? Why did it take me sixty years to to try to not say the N word? What's wrong with me? I mean, what do you get out of it, right? Jesus Christ, what do you get out of it? They have to everything that you do, even the fucked up things. You, there is you get um, something out of it. So for them, I mean, because I had a lot of therapy, I still have a lot of therapy. And, uh, what, uh, let's see, let's process it. What do you get out of been sit- on saying the N word? I suppose you get I'm trying to think here. Uh, th- well, it's what we say. Um, they get the feeling of, well, here's the thing. We, here's what they get. 
I finally, I did, I figured it out. Uh, they, they, uh, they know it doesn't matter that, um, Papa John is a billionaire and he is, believe it or not, he's worth a billion dollars. I mean, that makes me want to vomit and I don't want to vomit. So I will avoid eating Papa John's of course. So that will help me in that department. But, um, he, they, they, they understand, even though he, just like all of them, they understand how inadequate they truly are. Something in the, especially the Papa Johns, the, the Twitlers of the world, the Josh Harley, or the, you know, all of them, these white whiny little bitches, they understand how, uh, how inadequate they are and they the, what they get out of their um, racism and keeping people in their place is that they always will feel superior no matter what even though secretly it's like the homophobe who is a closet case I mean this is a it's it's a stereotype because it's a that's the truth it's uh the telltale sign of somebody being in the closet is that they're a homophobe, okay? But same thing with these racists. The reason you, anyone, because anybody who grows up, you might be, you might be um, exposed to that as a kid, as I was. I mean, my family, they weren't um, overtly racist. I mean, we were from New York, <laughs> you know what I mean? But... I told you my father would say things like, oh, because your skin's not black or whatever. So there was always that underlying racism. And nobody was saying the N-word in my house. Like, that wasn't a thing. But, of course, there's, you know, it was Staten Island in the 70s. So there you go. And, uh, but growing and my father you know if you talk to him because he was a sanitation worker he had black friends he would never say he's racist but he listened to rush limbaugh and repeated that bullshit you know so but um they what the fuck was i saying that no (laughs) but that's what it is it's uh they think if as long as well they know that they're inadequate they know deep down that the only thing that they have is being born white. So if you're, if, 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 for example, I knew as, uh, as I grew up and you see the world for yourself, you read, you, I don't know, not everybody reads, I suppose, but you learn about different things. I was always interested in history and learning about other people and whatnot so you start to recognize the bullshit you start to uh, become well this is what happened for me i would recognize how the the racism of my father and say shut the fuck up with that that's what i would tell him it was like you're being a racist you're shut up and then they knew, you know, my father would be like, oh, he thought he was being funny or whatever. But um, I did not end up like my father, believing in Rush Limbaugh's bullshit. You know what I mean? Because 
I was my own person and I grew up. Not that everybody has to be like me and I'm so perfect, but you, the point is everybody <laughs> has the same opportunities to be uh, awake, to wake the F up. You're only, if you're a racist in the year 2021, it's because you're choosing that. You want to be. And the Republicans, they want you to be. They're holding on. They, of course, they're giving not just tacit permission, overt permission for everybody to be a racist because otherwise, how do they win? They can't win unless the American people are divided. And it's not just v- by voting Republican. They, I'm talking about the oligarchy can't win. The entrenched, kiss-up, kick-down, greed-centered power structure. And that's ultimately what it all comes down to. And everything else is um, part of the scam. Exactly. What? My three-year-old just said that she heard Tara in my shirt pocket. <laughs> I like that. Devlin Sandler, 24. That sounds like a good ticket, Jim. That's funny. I don't know. I'm, this is what it must be like for my shrink. As I process everything in, in real time. But, but you see what I'm saying, though? That's why it's it's so uh, annoying with these Republicans, especially a grown man. But then again, here you go again. In my mind, I'm thinking, of course, it's because it's, it's their white male privilege, too. So who are we to challenge them and to say, hey, you're being a racist? Of course, they don't like that either. It's also it's a self-fulfilling uh it's a perpetual motion machine for them where their white privilege is sort of, it's like, uh, bounces off any, any attempt at making it them somehow part of the human race. You know what I mean? Because everything in the, on earth at this time is working in the, for, for the betterment of them. Like everybody's saying, hey, wake the F up. You don't have to live like this. You don't have to be racist and stupid. Why would you say the N-word? It's so, it's so um, sad, really. You're a 60-year-old man and you're just now working on not saying the N-word. What is wrong with you? And you don't feel like, uh, of course, that he hasn't learned anything because still he's in denial. It's still everybody else's fault. Why would they do that to me? It reminds me of actually another thing I wanted to talk about. Um, remember the other day when we were talking about that, that QAnon shaman, which is also a uh, offensive Another, a white, whiny little bitch who rides on liberal coattails. We make that QAnon monster possible. The one who had to be transferred to a different prison. You know, the traitor who stormed the Capitol wearing the accoutrement of uh, Native Americans. 
uh, he, sh- he, uh, he without having absolutely no no self no uh what is a reflection how dare you you're not a shaman you're a you're a charlatan you're a joke yeah he had to be transferred to another prison because of his diet he only eats organic food apparently because you know that's liberals for you right liberals probably trying to make the prison this for-profit prison planet that we live on more humane for the souls trapped in the cycle in the system um trying to respect the humanity of people worked hard to ensure that somebody like this QAnon fraudster can eat the diet he thinks that he wants to eat. He's not, I mean, because he's so woke, you see. He's so woke that he's, um, he's gone, it's like the snake eating its tail and he's, he's petrol, he's like in a coma. So that's how woke he is. It's like he's inverted on himself. But the QAnon, he did a, he did an interview. We played the interview on the show. We were talking about it because one of the things I said was, of course, this whiny little white bitch learned nothing. So he said, he's, oh, he didn't storm the Capitol with violence. He stormed it with love. And I was like, that's, that's the Republican way. Being a Republican means never saying you're sorry. Never, ever learning a goddamn thing. Uh, it's like they, they popped out of their mother's womb, fully formed, and that's it. They're not going to do, not going to change anything. Because how can you change perfect? You can't fix perfect. They're originalists, after all, which is another thing that is tedious about them. Oh, they only do things that they did when they were born. That's why, you know, I always say, why don't they just shit in a diaper for their whole life? Because they're originalists. Not that they can't use the toilet, but they are originalists and they never, ever evolve. So, um, but wait, hold on. Where is it? Where? Oh, here it is. Uh, So the QAnon shaman he went. He did this interview, and he was saying how how he was um, def- he defended his his bullshit. And I was like, "Who? The, how, how dare he?" Of course, but that's what it means to be a Republican. You never say you're sorry. You never learn. Well, I wasn't the only one that picked up on it, and I'm glad the judge said oh, he's not releasing. Mr. Chansley, because he does he does not have a grasp of the severity of his actions. Well, congratulations, good, clearly, and that's exactly what I said. This guy, while the interviewers looking at him like trying to be empath with empathetic eyes, but you know. He's being, oh, well, he, well, the, the, the asshole, I can't, what is his name? Jason, Jason, I don't want to call him the QAnon shaman because 
It's offensive. He's a fraud. The QAnon fraudster. She's like, what is it about Trump that you love? Why are you so loyal to the con man? Well, she didn't say that, which she should. Everybody should. But he's, he says that he, was, he feels a connection with the con man. I don't know why my, of course, my camera's unfocused. Why not? Why not? This is only Tarot Buster. Bum, 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 bum. Let's see if I can make it better. Beep, 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 beep. Why? Why? It's better. Like I said, it's it's on a, it's on a um, sensor. It f- goes out of focus when it detects my face. <laughs> so it automatically goes out of focus. Oh, Jesus Christ. Now my hair is all. Mm. Where's my cat? Where's Ray? Ray Ray? Do you see this cat? Ray Ray. Hi Ray. How are you? Ray Ray. Look over here. Look how cute he is. Yeah, right. That's enough of that. All right. So, according to Let's see. This this is the independent. A federal judge has refused to release the so-called QAnon shaman. Oof. After an ill-advised appearance on the news, Jacob Chansley applied to be released from detention ahead of his trial for his involvement in the violent insurrection on January 6th. However, his ruling in his ruling published on Monday, Judge Royce Lamberth cited the TV interview as evidence that Mr. Chansley does not understand the severity of his actions. Of course not. And here comes Tara Jr. Jr. Come on over, kid. Defendant's perception of his actions on January 6th as peaceful, benign, and well-intentioned shows a detachment from reality, the judge wrote. Isn't that great? If the defendant does not understand the, the severity of the allegations against him, the court finds no reason to believe he would not commit the same or similar actions again. Of course, he's a danger, and they all are. Republicanism is, and conservatism, the unwoke zombie cult, the greed-centered unwoke zombie death cult, that's what they are. They're a danger to civilization. There is danger to society because they don't understand. They know not what they do. They walk around unconscious, unwoke, like Mr. Magoo, fumbling and falling into all kinds of insurrections. Well, we're just trying to have a society, and they're out there, what, standing in the way. Because they're unwoke. They're, they're, they're asleep. They got blindfolds on. And that's their birthright, they say. They want to waste their limited lifespan. So when they put them in the ground, their life, they, 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 they have nothing to show for it. They don't have a decent, they don't bring anything to the table. In fact, the earth itself is better off when they're gone. 
How do you want to live like that? Where Earth, Mother Earth herself, breathes a sigh of relief when these freaks step off the mortal coil. That's all they do. It has to be hard. That's what I wonder sometimes. They go on. Well, sometimes they'll stumble in here, into the show, to call me whatever, you know, dyke, right? Whatever they do. And um, that's what they do. They bring nothing to the table. They don't have anything to offer. They're not even trying. You see? We all have to meet them halfway, though, right? Oh, left, right, both sides. Let's, we have to understand them. And another reason why we need the unapologetic liberal media, because enough is enough. How many times did we have to endure the past four years listening to a corporate media mouthpiece check in with the Trump cult? What do they think of this? I think he's great. I really love it when he, he's really keeping it real. He sticks it to, um, he gives it, puts his thumb in the eye to everybody. Um, and he's really working and I love his policy. And this is the other thing. What do they ever, what did he ever do for these morons? He, he's really made America great. How? What? What has he done? He's killed 500,000 people. He, the city's uh, people are in the streets protesting. People are being killed extrajudicially in the streets. Really? What has he done? What's this? What is this? What is this? Look at my cat, though. Look at him. Look at him. Oh, I'm sorry. Mwah. This goes on all day. <laughs> I love you. I can't help it. Be a good boy. This is your job. This is your job. It's that you're looking at it. Oh, shit. Come here. Look at that cat. This is a good show already. Look at this show. Let me see this face here. Wait, oops. What's this on your face? It's got a pimple. It's got a pimple on his chin. All right. What's happening? Given defense counsel's decision to use what could have been a confidential video conference on a media publicity stunt, that argument is so frivolous is, as to insult the court's intelligence, says the judge after he said, such media appearances undoubtedly conducive to defense counsel's fame, the judge wrote, but... They are not all conducive to an argument that the only way to defense, the only way defense counsel could privately communicate with his client is if defendant were temporarily released. Yeah, that's what he said. You can only let him, you have to let him out because we, that's the only way we can communicate, except which is bullshit considering that he was able to communicate with the entire CBS audience. 
Mr. Watkins was questioned on Friday as to whether the interview had been conducted with the appropriate clearance from the marshals. He said he had made independent arrangements. Who cares? Who cares? In the interview, he said he does not regret his loyalty to Trump and claims that his actions were not an attack on the United States. He said that he, they were peaceful, benign, well-intentioned. I was peaceful. I was civil. I was calm. I said a prayer and sang a song. Yes, you're being victimized. Everybody's picking on the Republicans, the conservatives. That's just, everyone's picking on them. But no, nobody, nobody picks on the ones who are actually being picked on. The ones who are dead, forget them. The ones who uh, actually need our empathy. It's all... the conservatives. So wait, here goes Tara moving the mic away from my face. That's not a good idea. Let me see. Oh my god. Here, I gotta put the cat down, even though I love him. Come here, honey. Yeah, you sit here, okay? You sit there. Sit there, okay, honey? Oh my god, help me. How's everybody doing in the chat room? Kitty on the keyboard. Yep. (laughs) Yes, Greg says, oh my gosh, it goes on all day. It does. It's just, that's all I do. Sun up to sundown. Kiss the cats. I kissed the cat and I liked it. All right, here's a couple of things. Let's see, what should I, because we're not going to, go on and on for three hours tonight because I have to get to bed. I like being unconscious. So, all right, let's talk about, there's a couple of things. I will, well, whatever. I, wa- I just want to play this filthy, disgusting Lindsey Graham saying he wants to harness Trump's magic. Donald Trump was my friend my brother he almost uh, said before the riot and i'm trying to keep a relationship with him after the riot Uh, i still consider him a friend he's a friend Uh, what happened was a dark i love this guy's face and we're going to move forward so here's what you need to know about his guy's face is all that guy's face is all of our guys wait 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 that guy's face is all of us all right that's what i'm trying to say I want this to continue, he says. What, what do you want to continue? The storming of the Capitol? The racism? The stupidity? The ignorance? The COVID capital of Earth? The morons burning masks? Having their children get together and burn masks in a bonfire? There's, there's something so American about that, isn't it? Seeing that video of parents making their children i mean that's child abuse it reminded me somewhat of and not in the same a hundred percent way but you know you see those pictures that make you want to vomit where the southerners they would um lynch people and then they would take pictures and turn the uh, this turn it into a celebration and make postcards 
out of uh, the images. And there's an image of someone who's who's dead after being murdered by a white mob. And there's kids in the picture. And, you know, you talk about hate being passed down. But what, what, and I know that the burning of the masks is not the same, but it's the same stupidity and ignorance and same um, vile uh, way that that future, the future normal people are going to look back on those images and they're going to be disgusted. Wait, 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 wait. Hey, 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 what's happening? What's going on? Cat fight? These cats, I can't stand it. Sometimes they fight, sometimes they don't. But, you know what I mean? Ray, Ray, come here. They don't listen. Let's go on with this. And we're going to move forward. So here's what you need to know about me. I want this to continue. What? I want us to continue the policies that I what think policy? will make America strong. I believe the best way for the Republican Party to do that is with Trump, not Get without Trump. Get the fuck out of here. Not he showed a remorse. I mean, he's still telling everyone he won in Atlanta. Yeah, and, and I tell him every day that he wants to listen that I think the main reason he probably lost in Arizona is beating on the dead guy called John McCain. The dead you guy. could have won re-election without being the dead a guy. supporter of President Trump. Here's the thing. My election's over. Yeah. I could throw him over tomorrow. Your life, right. your integrity is uh, certainly over. Yeah. That's what I really don't understand. Okay, well, then you don't understand me very much. That's I the, don't. That's why I'm know, asking. That's right. right. So Nobody the, does. I could say, you know, that's it. It's over. It's done. Miss Lindsay, you're an enigma wrapped in a riddle. Wrapped in a bunch of... Uh, whole lot of nothing. Whole lot of no integrity. That's just too easy. What's <laughs> hard is to take a movement hey. that I think is good for the country. Uh, what movement? The the movement? Oh, shit. A movement. This movement is good for the country. Did you know that, guys? The movement that's where the morons stormed the Capitol based on the big lie. They weren't smart enough to understand that they were being used. From the time the con man came down the escalator, this is a movement, you see. Yes, it's a movement into fascism. And fascism requires uh, dupes. It requires racism. It requires a lot of sellouts like Lindsey Graham. And he's willing to comply. Now, before we continue with this video, let's um, remind everyone what he said the night of the riot. Trump and I, we've had a hell of a journey. I hate it being this way. Oh, my God, I hate it. From my point of view, he's been a consequential president. But today, first thing you'll see, all I can say is uh, count me out. Enough is enough. I've tried to be helpful. Helpful. But when this Wisconsin Supreme Court ruled four to three that they didn't violate the Supreme, uh, the Constitution of Wisconsin, 
I agree with the three, but I accept the four. If Al Gore can accept five, four, he's not president. I can accept Wisconsin four to three. Pennsylvania, it went to the Second Circuit. So much for all the judges being in Trump's pocket. They said, no, you're wrong. I accept the Pennsylvania Second Circuit that Trump's lawsuit wasn't, wasn't right. Georgia, they said the Secretary of State took the law in his own hands. He changed the election laws unlawfully. A federal judge said, no, I accept the federal judge even though I don't agree with it. Fraud. They said there's 66,000 people in Georgia under 18 voted. How many people believe that? I asked, give me 10. And I had one. They said 8,000 felons in prison in Arizona voted. Give me 10. I hadn't gotten one. Does that say there's, there's problems in every election? I don't buy this. Enough's enough. We got to end it. Vice President Pence, what they're asking you to do, you won't do because you can't. Oh, that was him on January 6th. Here's him uh, well, we know before. Here's him today. Donald Trump was my friend, my brother. Um, I almost before said. The riot, and I'm trying to keep a relationship with him after the riot. Uh, I still consider him a friend. Uh, what happened was a dark day in American history, and the movement. we're going to move forward. So here's what you need it's to know. It's weird about because me. it's I a worldwide want pandemic. To but continue. I want us to continue the policies that I think will make America strong. What policies? Strong. I believe the best way for the Republicans. All they did was funnel more money into the hands of the oligarchy. That's their policy. And deregulation. That's it. Turn this country, I mean, uh, turn it into a toilet for corporate poison. Everywhere you look, all they did was make it worse for the working class, works worse for America the beautiful, but better for the 1.1.1%. That's what they did. Everything else they poisoned with their lies, with their divisive tactics, their same old kiss-up, kick-down, I-got-mine racist tactics, to divide and conquer this country? The, and this is a movement? It's a movement of morons. A movement, yeah. Andre on the chat, a bowel movement. I wish, though. I wish we could have a bowel movement and get rid of them. You feel better. You know, it feels like we've been plugged up since Reaganomics, but we still can't get rid of them. We can't get this movement out of our body politic. He's a con man. Enough is enough. But we, just like in every other republic that's done, you want to look at the Roman Republic, you want to look at the Weimar Republic, you or any um when the Nazi just do his just look at the Norwegians when uh, the Nazis took over Norway or in Poland, the same thing, they find the the traitors in the right wing. That would betray their own people. That's the Republican Party. That's who they are. If, you better believe it, if Twitler was successful, 
in getting the secretaries of state to find him the votes that he needed? Like he asked them to do. Come on, fellas, give me a break, he said. And this effing son of a bitch, Miss Lindsey Graham, Lady Graham, is still, he's still in his pocket. He's still a sickle fan, a lick spittle. But oh, yeah, just look in history. You find conservatives on the wrong side of history and the wrong side of people advancing the interests of the uh, of the rich. You know, fascism is just a, a system that was used. I mean, it's a tactic, you know, but ultimately it benefited the few at the top. And then you find somebody like a Lindsey Graham and you would find if this was France... Lindsey Graham would be in the, one of the primary Vichy collaborators. You know that because he's he is that here. He's a collaborator. So I mean, Mitch McConnell, another one. That's why we are we endanger ourselves even more and the democracy, of course, by legitimizing the Republican Party. It has to be addressed for what it is. That it is the uh, d- the enemy from within that I took an oath, that so many others took an oath to defend this country against. But we all took an oath as Americans that this is a democracy. This is why that what this is what was handed to us, what was be entrusted to us. It's not a given. In fact, it's uh, uh, it's extraordinary. All it takes for it to die permanently. It only we only needed a few more pushes from the right places and the right people, and you know if that had happened, Lindsey Graham would be singing another tune. He'd be all in with the fascist takeover. I know. Don't worry. They would be waving the flag and calling it democracy and calling it um, an election and victory and blah, blah, blah. They would say all the same things that every other autocrat, whenever they've taken over a country, has said. It's all for the people. We're um, making America great. We're making Germany great. We're making the Roman Republic great. But it takes co-conspirators. And I'm not shocked whenever when I read in history and learn a little bit more about these times similar to ours in history. It's not shocking at all. It's expected to find the conservative collaborators. Make no mistake. That's who they are. And in France... In particular, in uh, when the f- French, f- when France fell to the Nazis, the liberals, the progressives, they formed the resistance. The conservatives formed the Vichy government. Same thing in Norway. The right wingers in Norway co- openly collaborated with the invaders because they figured, hey, it's not, they're doing what we want to do. 
This is what we've been trying to do here. We've been trying to concentrate wealth in the hands of a few and bust up the labor unions and ensure that everybody knows their place. That's business. This is what they... The same thing in, uh, in Poland. They found their conservative collaborators. Name it. Name it. Name it and shame it, man. And here we are again. We have an autocrat who, by this broken-ass system that, that's been broken from the time I was born, I've been living in a broken system watching Reaganomics trickle down Reaganomics and Clintonomics destroy this country, turn this country from the most to the least upwardly mobile with the widest income gap of all our Western partners, which is not democracy, by the way. So all my life, this has been going on. And we find the collaborators, the conservative collaborators doing everything that they can to manipulate the broken system. It's broken. That's why the likes of a Donald Trump can exploit it. No, if this was a functioning system, a Donald Trump would never have um, become the president, especially despite receiving fewer votes. They, he would never, he, he wouldn't have become a standard bearer for any party because he would have been left out of town when he came down the escalator saying Mexicans are rapists. That should have been the end of him. If this were, and if, well, if the Republican Party was a legitimate political party, that would have been the end of him. They would have said, no thanks. We don't do fascism here. We might be conservative, but we believe in democracy. And we're, we're not going to go with this fascist divide and conquer con man. They knew Donald Trump, what he is. They know what he is. They know he's a con man. We, it's not me saying it, just calling him a name. We got the receipts. He's been fined. He's been fined. His, his tacky hotel was fined for laundering money for the Russian mob. That was before he was ever wanted to become the so-called president. This is not a movement. Yeah, it's a movement. It's a movement. It's a bowel movement. Yes, that we need, that our body politic needs to expel. And when we do, it's going to feel so goddamn good. We're going to be happy. It will, will, will be like the cats, you know, when the cats... Use the litter box and they run around the house excited. But we'll be free from this poison. But first you got to name it. Name it and shame it. It's not a movement. What If that's your movement. You see, this is why the Republicans ha- have to work. They need to work so hard to denigrate Black Lives Matter and uh, to elevate this Antifa thing that's not even an organization they have to make they have to make it up and right there case in point 
is it points to their illegitimacy because you got to make it up. You got the FBI telling them the Antifa is not a thing, just like Joe Biden said in the debates, because he gets the briefings, too. It's not a thing. It's uh, it's not an organization. It's an idea. No, oh, oh, it's not. Do you hear what he said? It's not an organization. Well, if it's an organization, tell me where to send my dues, damn it. Because being anti-fascist means you're a pro-American. You're a patriot. Jesus Christ. So, all right, let's continue with him. I know the music is playing, but it's just for my... For my own, my own time. Party to do that cues. is with Trump, not without Trump. You not only does he show no remorse, I mean, he's still telling everyone he won in a landslide. Yeah, and, and I tell him every yeah. day that he wants to listen that I think the main reason he probably lost in Arizona is beating on the dead guy called John McCain. The dead guy. Do you think you could have won re-election without being an ardent supporter of President Trump? Here's the thing. My election's over. Yeah. I could throw him over tomorrow. Right. Why aren't I? Yeah. Because That's you're a really scumbag. Hey, well, then you don't understand me very much. That's and That's why who wants That's right. to? So that I could say, you know, that's it. It's over. It's done. That's just too easy. What's hard is to take a movement that I think is good for the country. It's good. Uh, try to get oh. the leader of the movement who has got lots of problems. It's good for the country when you have morons burning masks. It's good for the country when 500,000 Americans are dead in six months, when we're the COVID capital of Earth. That's the movement. They built that. Conservatives built that. Liars, Republicans, Lindsey Graham, Mitch McConnell built that. When you tell tell your your dumbasses that they don't that they're not free if they give a shit about anybody else but themselves and wear a mask. Divide and conquer, divide and conquer, divide, divide, divide. That's all they do. If there's any other time in history, you know, I, I can't stand these freaks. If this were World War II, what would they do? They'd be standing up there. Oh, don't go. Uh, don't. I don't know. They would stand in the way of unity. And we know this for a fact, too, because, you know, after 9-11, when we were attacked, George W. Bush was squatting in the White House despite receiving fewer votes. Himself, too. And what happened? This is the time to get together. That's what, what happened. This is not a time for division and, and the Democratic Party got together and unified with these fascist bastards. And what did they do? They went on and they attacked a country that didn't attack us because that's what they had on their wish list. And they disgraced the country, as they always do, pouring human beings, killing people that didn't have to die. Now we are left with all the wreckage of, the, of more conservative greed and self-centeredness. They also tortured people. They disappeared people into Guantanamo 
not charging anyone, just taking people off the streets and disappearing them into an extrajudicial prison where they were tortured. That's what they did. And, and to the disgrace of the entire world, they, they disgraced this country in front of the world. Every time they get their filthy, disgusting fingers around the neck of power, they disgrace this country. They don't be, okay, you know why? Because, say it with me, they hate democracy. They always have. It's too, it gets in the way. Too many people. Too, what, what's their purpose? What is the purpose of conservatism? To make the rich richer. The people like Papa John. That's it. Low brow, low, ugly on the inside, devolved, unwoke, wastes of human DNA to ensure that they could keep just sucking more money in and never have to pay the price of admission for, the, for being a part of a civilization. They want all the benefits of civilization. They want none of the responsibilities that we have to each other. They don't want to have to worry about anybody else but themselves. That's why they don't want to wear a mask now, because what, what do they give a shit if you die? Or if there's doctors that haven't had a day off in six months and they have to go to work every day putting themselves in danger on the front lines or frontline workers in general. How, how uh, they go get out and applaud. Oh, thank you, frontline workers. But do you deserve a, a raise? Oh, hell no. Go fuck yourself. You're out on the front lines every day. Oh, I appreciate you. Thank you. But will uh, any... Any of these filthy fascist bastards give you a raise? How about health care or any opportunities? No, just get out there and shut up. Die. If you die, oh well. They won't give you what you need to protect yourself. They won't. In fact, they won't give you. They will be the antagonist. Because if you're on the front line at a supermarket... Because you have to work. You know, the essential workers. You notice the essential workers aren't the CEO of Papa John's Pizza. You know? It's the people who are delivering the pizza. The people on the front lines who haven't had a raise. Who don't retire. Who can't save $400. Who are living check to check. But when we say, can we get a raise? motherfucker they republicans say no this is a movement what kind of movement it's a movement it's a move it's a movement backwards it's a regressive movement that's it dragging us back to the dark ages there's nothing they have no redeeming qualities you understand they're dangerous they are deplorable they and they are irredeemable. <sighs> Facing him and the party and see if we... Donald Trump Ugh. was my 
friend. Wait, hold on. I hit the wrong button. I want this to continue. I want us to continue the policies that the I policies. make America strong. Strong. I believe the best way for the Republican Party to do that is with Trump, not without really? Trump. No, more lies, I mean, more division, more racism, more fat pig, more more uh, sucking Kim Jong-un's cock on the international stage, more supplicating himself to Putin, more... Um, showing, uh, just giving away secrets to the Russian, uh, whatever the hell, diplomat that comes, any Russian that walks through his office and plants a bug. <sighs> Jesus Christ. I want him to be part of this movement. He's still telling everyone he won in a landscape. Yeah, and, and I tell him every day that he wants to listen that I think the main reason he probably lost in Arizona is beating on the dead guy called John McCain. You, Do you think offensive you prick. election without being an ardent supporter of President Trump? Here's the thing. My election's over. Yeah. I could throw him over tomorrow. Right. Why aren't I? Yeah. That's what I really don't understand. Okay, well, then you don't understand me very much. That's I the, don't. That's why I'm asking That's you. right. So the, I could say, you know, that's it. It's over. It's done. That's just too easy. What's hard is to take a movement that I think is good for the country, uh, try to get the leader of the movement who has got leader. lots of problems facing him and the party and see if we can make a go of it. Mitt Romney didn't do it. John McCain didn't do it. There's something about Trump. There's a dark side and there's some magic there. Magic? What I'm trying to do is just you filthy the magic. fascist freak. To me, Donald Trump. Magic. You see, that's what they said about Hitler. Magic. You know what the magic is? He has no morality. He will tickle the racist funny bones and unleash that ugly underbelly that is always lying right below the surface. That it used to be below the surface. Now it's above the surface. He's given these racist pricks permission to be as disgusting as they are and not evolve. He's given them the permission to be unwoke, unwoke and proud in, in a country that is the least upwardly mobile, the widest income gap, all of these um, economic disparities that ensure that we won't be a functioning democracy, they cannot afford to have the white assholes who buy the bullshit to, to know where to turn their anger. That's why Trump and the filthy fascists like Lindsey Graham and the, the Lick Spittles like him, who will never wake up, well, uh, they're fine. It's uh, With him, it's, uh, going out there and telling the morons to, to, to focus their anger on other Americans... That way, we will never have a more perfect union. We'll never have a functioning democracy. And the oligarchy and the billionaires will get richer and richer and richer until the day we will lose the ability to do anything about it. Not about the rich. And I mean, I'm talking about having a functioning democracy. I mean, this is the game right here. They will get richer and richer. And as we, you notice what they're doing. 
the Republicans, they're ensuring right now, because they see the writing on the wall, they're trying to make it harder, and that's what they're doing, making it harder for people to vote. So we won't have the means at least the legal and peaceful means to do anything about the oligarchy with its boot on our neck. We won't be able to legally and peacefully do anything about building a country that works for all. That's the point. That's what, that's the movement. Oh, here's... He's got some magic. Here's a racist Trump supporter. God for a purpose. And you know what? If you need to watch the ver- This is from David Pakman show. Took out his phone. Trump all the way. Trump. Hey, check this out. Hey, check it out. Hey, check No, I got you. Cuz black lives don't matter. There ain't no proof. Just cuz you say something don't mean nothing. Huh. Wow. Prove it. I appreciate, hey, check I, it out. I, I if Black Lives it. Matter, if, hey, I'm talking for you. I, 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 I'm talking I appreciate for you. Yeah, I, 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 I appreciate it. I greatly appreciate it. Sir. Yeah, Black. Until Black Lives Don't Matter, because you got a problem in traffic. No, Black Lives Don't Matter. No, the problem in traffic was you were right behind me, sped up and drove around me, jumped in front of me, and made me slam on my brakes at a light. Oh, boy. So that makes you. Want to jump out of a car and call somebody the N-word. That's a normal reaction. A nigger. Oh, that, wow. That, that proves, that, check it out, that nigger. proves that black lives don't matter. Hey, no, no, no. If you have a side, if you have a subject, you tell me why black lives matter. Because people say so? You tell me why. What the fuck? That's the Trump supporter right there. Why? Why would a traffic incident cause you to go out and call somebody the n-word and say black lives don't matter there's another uh, movement because we're mexican you're mexican we're honest people right here <laughs> rapists Rapist? and animals how many people have i raped how many people how many drugs have i dealt huh? oh yeah you believe everything you tell me yeah say, he says she says you're a rapist and a drug dealer and he says, how many people have I raped? How many drugs have I dealt? And she says, well, the president said it. This fucking country. Jesus Christ. Look at my, you could see what I was looking at. There's Tara Buster live. Last Kingdom. Can't wait for season f- five. Eve Eusen from The Nick, Building a Dream Catio, and Megan uh, Kelly. I don't know that, why that's there, but looks at Sunyi Previn because I watched. See that? I didn't even. Isn't that weird? I watched that. Um, May, uh, what is that called? Uh, Alan versus Pharaoh on HBO, whatever. And look at that. It pops up. That's not a coincidence. That's what happens. I remember, um, this is just an aside. I watched, one day I watched on Roku, I watched The Sopranos. This was maybe, I don't know, months and months ago. I was, oh, let me watch The Sopranos. I hadn't seen The Sopranos in so many years. I wanted to 
whatever, I was revisiting The Sopranos. I never Googled it. I never, whatever. It was just on my Roku. And then I went on the, on the Google machine and all of the ads were for Sopranos. Sopranos box sets, buy this, Sopranos this, and Sopranos that. How the hell did they know? I didn't Google it. I watched it on my Roku. You see? We're being watched. All right. Guys, 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 guys. Guys, we have more to talk about, but it's time to get unconscious. It is. F them all. Right? I'll try to do as many shows. Exactly. Andrea on the chat says, what gave birth to Lindsey Graham? What? It's true. Could you imagine being Lindsey Graham's mother? Ugh. There's nothing that could disappoint me in any of my relatives, except if they are Republican. That's the only thing, really. Or if, I mean, I'm sure there's others. Don't test me. Like being a pedophile or something like that. Or an animal abuser. That would be very bad. Oh, Jesus, help me. Guys, guys, turn off Google Sync Drive in settings. Where's that? Says Jim. Guys, 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 guys. All right, listen, 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 listen. We will try to do more shows. Many, many more shows. If we get patrons and super chats and we you know eventually we'll have a show a daily show at a set time i hope you you will like that i hope you agree that that would be a good thing don't you think hi suzanne i see suzanne on facebook and ed on facebook all right we do need a daily show at a set time and we do need more patrons we need more good reviews on iTunes and more listeners more more listeners that's it we need we need it i think that would be a good thing because other than it's not just running for government and trying to change the laws that's part of it but this is i, I it all starts here all right without a liberal media, we don't have a chance in changing anything. And we can argue, and I do argue, and will argue that we wouldn't be in this boat with Reaganomics and Clintonomics and trickle-down, kiss-up, kick-down oligarchy without the um, media being taken over by right-wingers. So, uh, right? That's why we need to have as much liberal media out there, real liberal media. This is the liberal media. You're feeling very sleepy, says Eve. Okay. Good. I'm feeling sleepy too. Hi, Play Dave. You've come in late to the party, Play Dave, because we're, we're signing off. And let's see. Thank you again, Jim, of course, for your super chat and always for your consistent 
support. And Richard W., same thing. Thank you so much for your super chat and your consistent support. And everybody else, you guys are patrons, and I really can't, I cannot do it without you. In fact, I wouldn't want to do it without you. And here's Tara Jr. Jr. again, everybody. Isn't he good? He's so good. You're such a good person. I have to go kiss Tara Jr. Jr. again. All right, guys, listen. We got a lot to talk about. We have more to talk about. But we must also be unconscious, literally, not figuratively. We need sleep. All right? And we will get sleep. And maybe tomorrow we will have another show. Maybe. Let's see how it goes. All right? My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you so much. Become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. Do all those things. Follow me on Facebook. Follow me on Instagram. I mean, it's so annoying. It, please. You, it's annoying to say it. Imagine it's annoying. You never. There's always so many things you have to do. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, everything. Ugh. Look at this. Twitter. There's my Twitter handle and then the Facebook and then the Instagram and the TikTok and the blink bock and the geekock and the blink bop and the So all of those follow me on the and remember we're on the right side of history. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, and democracy, and we will win. We Stick together, we win. My name is Tara Devlin, and I will see you very soon. Yes, you too. Good boy. <laughs>